Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. I'm former New York City cab driver Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me weekdays from 10 to 1 on Fox Across America on AM 930 and 103.9 FM KROE. Plug into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation, wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric, and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. What is your business worth? Have you considered buying or selling a business? Our certified valuation professionals at Harker Mullinder can help you determine the proper values in gifting, estate planning, and the purchase or sale of your business. This is Chance Harris. Harker Mullinder has been providing professional valuation services for Sheridan area businesses since 1995. Schedule an appointment today to discuss how a business valuation can work for you. Harker Mellinger, 672-0785. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting here with my friends Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson, and Aaron Linden. Madison Danforth is out on vacation right now, hopefully somewhere down in Texas if she hmm. managed to catch flight. I think she had to drive down there, but... Ouch. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she'll have some stories to tell when she's <laughs> back. That's a long way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, lots of, lots of things going on with flights. I saw a video online of a man who got his uh, luggage after a week of waiting. Wow. A week wearing other people's clothes, and boy... He celebrated. No, <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, he celebrated. My yeah. favorite underwear, finally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, but can you imagine getting somewhere for the holidays and your luggage is nowhere to be found? Mm. Or getting halfway somewhere for the holidays. Yeah, yes. and yeah, even worse, right? right? You don't know where the luggage is because it may have gone on or it may be stuck. You don't know. Could be anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Could be so anywhere. Like, nothing screams Christmas like sitting in the... Oklahoma airport <laughs> for three days, right? For uh, some people, that's very true. <laughs> it's uh, it's one of those situations, you know, where it's it's almost like certain industries, you know, they they come in, they'll they'll contract with an area. We're the ones who are going to provide this service for this area, mm -hmm. and the leadership in that area signs off on something, and then you pretty much kind of have a bit of a monopoly in that area. Yeah. And sometimes it's extremely frustrating for me when I have to deal with those people. And I will admit, when I have to call said individuals, I am not the most polite human being. <laughs> I can see that. I let them know right out the bat, this is going to be very unpleasant for both of us. <laughs> right. Because your company has made it unpleasant. Yeah, yeah so, so here we go. Here we go. It's always, it's always the... 
it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the people you oh work God. for. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. I think I said exactly that. Yeah, right. you know, where it's like, look, I'm sure you're fine as a person. Right. <laughs> but we're going to discuss the company that you've chosen to work for at length. <laughs> what time is it where you're at? Yeah, right. <laughs> Get comfortable. Yeah. I, I, and you want to know what's funny. And I'm not telling people to do this. It's just this is a corp about me. I, I don't like being unpleasant to when I have to deal with these types of individuals. And, and the reason why this comes up is it's usually things like airlines, mm-hmm. right? Where basically they can kind of say, well, what else are you going to do? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. You're in Oklahoma. Well, now what? Now <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Rent a car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And it's, I'm not defending a company that can do this, but when I am serving millions of people a day, I'm sorry. Your complaint is on the bottom of my priority. <laughs> right. It's and and companies excel and exceed in my opinion when they don't do that. Mm-hmm. When they do even if you give me the illusion <laughs> right. <laughs> right. that you care about what I've got to say, <laughs> mm-hmm. then I'm I usually hang up happy. You know, I it it struck me though. I find this interesting that as humans, right? Technology. We can fly a helicopter on Mars, but we can't deal with airlines and five feet of snow in Buffalo, <laughs> yeah. New York. Like, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there should be something at this point in time. If we can do one, we should be able to deal with the other. Right. I think the thing is that they schedule things so tightly to begin right. with that there's, there's almost no margin for error. And if anything goes wrong, one thing goes anywhere wrong. Anywhere in that chain, the whole thing just falls apart. Yeah, it all, it all goes downhill. Yeah. It's like a domino effect. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, for individuals who have flown a lot and had flights canceled you've been standing back i don't know if airports have like the boards anymore mm-hmm. yeah. but been standing in front of that board and then you watch one cancellation <laughs> oh like, man oh, get man. ready Here it comes and then all of a sudden boom 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 especially if there's weather involved yep you'll and, know there's the rest are coming so and then you just shake yep. your head yeah my uh wife now when we were first dating she lived in minnesota she used to fly over and see me and uh, she wanted to see DIA. I mean, the legend and the oh, conspiracies yeah. and everything. Oh, right? We could spend a whole hour <laughs> right. on that. We totally Easily. Yeah. So she wanted to see this. That she could be a two-part to... series. Yes. She, I mean, I, I think at the time they had the gargoyle up, and so she wanted to go around. Oh, it's still there. Check. Is it? Just saw it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but every single time she ended up at DIA for a layover, it, it was supposed to be for extended periods of time. But something happened right. mm-hmm. where now she had to run to a gate. Right. You know, and just kind of look at the murals as she goes by going, well, that's curious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think most of us have run through DIA and, uh, more than times. once. <laughs> and, many it, times. and it's never like you get in at C12 and it's like C14. Right. You got to right? catch right. the little no. tram. Yeah, it's yeah. a mile and a half. <laughs> yep. And you're running with all of your stuff. <laughs> Every time. It's It's fun. And the uh, moving sidewalk that's going your direction is not working. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Or it's just not going fast or enough. Or you, you get the moving sidewalk, and you're just hauling butt <laughs> on that thing, and you hit the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're moving at twice the speed yeah. and come to a dead stop. I've seen, I've seen yeah. some people go down. Physics is rough. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Newton. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, speaking about things that are rough, mm. per the IRS... The American Rescue Plan of 2021 changed the reporting threshold for the third-party settlement organizations. 
uh, here on out, I'm going to refer to those third-party settlement organizations as TPSOs. The new threshold for business transactions is $600 per year. That's not a lot of money. No. Uh, you buy a television nowadays. Yeah, well, especially if you do things, if you have like a side hustle or something. Where right. You, you do regular transactions, you're going to go over 600 quickly. Absolutely. So this was our uh, big poll question here. We wanted to know if you supported this. Uh, now, of course, the IRS has a bunch of reasons why they say they're they're trying to get this going. Uh, as of, if I remember correctly, the date on the story was December 7th. Yeah, it was supposed to be this fiscal year, right, and they right. delayed it. And, yeah. and they put out a news release, I think sometime. It was on the beginning 20- of this month. First or twenty third. I mean, it was right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? They yeah. Ca- okay, so that they came forward and basically said that they're going to delay this. Uh, so let's go to the poll question and see just how much uh, people support <laughs> these decisions I'm, by this organization. I'm sure you won't be too surprised at the results. Uh, of course, the question: Do you support the new IRS requirements for individuals to report income via third party apps? Of six hundred dollars or more, seventy nine percent of those responding said no. Sixteen percent said yes, and five percent undecided. It went the direction I thought it would go. Yes, uh, yeah. pretty much exactly how we thought it would go. I mean, I would have said probably a little higher, maybe than eighty percent. I, I actually yeah. would have thought that this yeah. would have like clipped into the nineties. I was a little surprised that we got as many supporters as we did. Yeah, and maybe it's because people see the loopholes that actually do. Did exist, yeah, okay? right. And yes, they did exist, but six hundred dollars a six hundred dollars is, I mean, and that six hundred dollars is six hundred dollars, right? I mean, like if somebody walked up to you and gave you six hundred bucks, you'd be like, "Wow, yeah, thank you, yeah, great mm-hmm. day." But in the grand scheme, <laughs> right. it's not that much, especially if it is your side hustle. I mean, you're you're mm-hmm. selling bric-a-brac on eBay. You're going over six hundred bucks, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, easily. And if you have a good year. I mean, you're hopefully going well over that. And the fact that it used to be 20,000 and it dropped to six, that's a huge change. That's dramatic. And the weird thing about it was it was 20,000 or 200 individual transactions. transactions. Yeah. Now it's just 600 flat. It doesn't matter if that comes in a penny at a time, Mm -hmm. it's just 600 bucks. They took the transactional portion away. So if it's one at 602, you're on the hook. Mm -hmm. Yep. You're yep. going to get a 1099K. I think we're going to see a lot of $599. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> maybe, maybe. You know, uh, uh, warnings, cut off, I yep. stop at this point. By some well, miracle, but... I only made 599 this year. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's for all transactions mm-hmm. throughout That's the right. year. So, yeah. I mean, you could, you could literally have two transactions for two fancy pairs of jeans or Yeezys or something, and yeah. you're, you're over it. And you've got to file mm-hmm. a 1099K. Well, now, they'll actually do it on you. The company that you're using, whether it's PayPal, Venmo, yeah, Cash they'll, they'll App, send you the form. They'll send you the form, and they send it to the IRS. Now, hang on, because I I do believe it's it's their obligation. It to is do so. Yes. Yes. these companies have to send that to you as a I don't know if we can call it's, them. As a customer, compliance, I guess. yeah, yeah, because you would have to be quote unquote a customer to use the service, mm-hmm. right? You're not a business partner by any means. They're taking their cut, uh, so it is their obligation to send it to you, and you're going to have to take it to either your accountant or sit there and try to figure this thing out yourself. And for those of us who have looked at a tax form, <laughs> whoo, good yeah. luck on that. There are very rare cases where I think it's really doable on your own. Yeah. Right. Um, the most simple cases, yeah, you you can sit down and, and even that's a little bit of work. But as soon as you start adding other little pieces into it, 
I just oh, pass yeah. it off to somebody else. And and so do I, because this is one of those situations when it comes to tax laws, and Aaron and I were talking about this before the show. I think they keep them so complicated mm-hmm. on purpose. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's it, it, yeah. they've got a leg up because they get it. They understand it. This 100%. is their whole life. You know? We got to do this once a year is the average Joe. Mm-hmm. And... I really feel that uh, we need to have some sort of wing of the IRS that's there to actually work for us. Have you ever called them. the IRS? <laughs> no. See, yeah, you can't get a hold again, of anybody. Once again, yeah. we're touching on the company that nobody likes. Right. Because, yeah. you know, who likes the tax man? Mm. No one. I don't think anybody. No, I don't mm. think anybody likes I the don't tax. even think the tax guys like themselves, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I imagine, in truth, there's probably a lot of depression in that department. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I so. had to actually go sit down with an IRS person. We have one, actually, here in Sheridan. She was great over at the Cottonwood Center or whatever that is over by Shipton's. But I walk in, and I've got all my stuff in my folder, organized, everything. And they're like, you make an appointment? I said, no. They go, ooh, take a take out of that machine. So you hit the machine, you know, I don't have an appointment, spits out a number. It's like 2,562. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so now what? You wait. Okay, I'll wait. So I waited and waited and waited. Yeah. And there's nobody in with her. Finally, she calls me in and I'm like, here's what I've got. And she goes through everything and she's like, hmm, curious. <laughs> And it kind of was unresolved. Really? (laughs) Yeah. And so I tried to call, tried to call. You can't get a hold of anybody. So then I made an appointment to go back. We sat down, and she's like, oh, I see what this is. There was a a payment that was supposed to have gone in. It went in, but they hadn't quite recorded it yet, so it was still accruing some sort of late fee or something. I'm like, how do I do this? She goes, (laughs) make an account, log on, and you can pay it. So I did. And it, again, though, the complexity mm. of Getting just trying to, to figure point, yeah. out, oh, I could have gone online and just taken care of this thing. But like you said, you know, you got 4,000 pages of tax code. You can read through that and try and fill this out yourself. Or you can just give us your 32% <laughs> Floyd. Right. You just go, okay, screw it. It's not worth my time. Right. Yep. yep. Here's, here's the money. Yeah. I, there's no incentive to make it simpler either. No. No, no there's not. Uh, and it's just one of those complicated situations where it's, it's a necessity. Uh, now I'm sure some folks would argue with me on that. Uh, but it is, taxes are a necessity for a society to survive, but there are good services and amenities that each and every one of us enjoy. Um, and even if you're up in the woods living in a cabin, you still got to come down every once in a while and drive on those roads. Right. <laughs> uh, we've all kind of, even though you were born into the country, we've all decided to play along. And, and it's tough. And I just wish that the IRS was less complicated, mm-hmm. that they actually made an effort to work with you instead of against you. You know, I'm I'm innocent until I'm proven guilty. You know, <laughs> right, don't right. act, don't treat me like I'm a criminal. I'm right. not trying to get away with anything. Well, I think, just don't understand the your is, super complicated system. They right. have all the answers. They know all the stuff. They've got the numbers. It gets sent to them as well. But it's up to you to match what they're holding behind their hand, going hmm, and then they're yeah. gonna try to catch you at any moment that you slip up, which yeah. you are going to right. do. Yeah, you know, if you do it on your own, yeah, guaranteed, yeah, it's gonna happen. I mean, unless it's like a 1040 EZ, which I I remember 
the first time I ever had to fill one of those out, like 16 or 17 or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is this thing? It's, it's enigmatic. Wrapped paper. inside of a riddle. Yeah. Wrapped inside of a puzzle. You know, I'm like, I don't even. They're, and it was like three boxes. Have you noticed that their paper even has a different smell? <laughs> You're just like, wait a minute. Where'd this come from? Does this paper smell like chloroform? What is going on here? Uh, let's see. If uh, you're one of these individuals who's going to end up having to probably fill out a 1099K, give us a ring, 674-4443 or 672-5763. And the reason why I say individuals around here are going to do it, because I know they are. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you're selling things out of your house, because, yeah. hey, it's junk. But one man's junk is, exactly. is another man's treasure. So I see a lot of things. You know, we got like the upcycles and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I imagine you make over $600 a year on that. You're getting a 1099K. See, and if he, you use the third-party apps to do the, which most people do. That, that, but that's where I think this mm -hmm. is going to push this is because you start looking at, you know, PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, whatever. The IRS even said, well, if Floyd and I and you go out for dinner and drinks, and I'm like, oh, I forgot my wallet. <laughs> I'll Venmo you my $100 portion or whatever. They're like, well, no, no, no. If it's if it's party to party like that, you know, for reimbursement, whatever, it shouldn't. Yeah, shouldn't. Air bunnies shouldn't, yeah. but it could. And that's where they say, well, if it does, then you can get a hold of us and we can rectify that. You right. can't get a hold of them. <laughs> right. yeah. So you're not going to rectify it. Yeah, I think the actual technical thing is it has to be considered income. Right for it to in be ta for its its taxes on goods and services, so ride sharing and stuff like that, it shouldn't apply. But I think what you're going to see is me going, "Hey Floyd, I got this great pair of jeans. You want to buy them? You want to Venmo me? No, you're going to meet me in the parking lot, and it's going to be like an old drug deal yeah, where yeah. you're going to bring a little attaché case full of cash, <laughs> my little Gucci purse. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. your European man yeah. satchel. Well, if, yeah. you're, if you're buying those kind of jeans, yes, that's exactly what you're going to have. Exactly. Yeah. The, okay. So per the IRS, uh, they do say the law is not intended to track personal transactions such as sharing the cost of a ride or a meal, birthdays, holiday gifts, or paying a family member, or another household bill. Because mm -hmm. those are already taxed. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, how many times can you tax a transaction? Oh, a lot. a lot. We're going to yeah. find out. Yeah. <laughs> well, the funny thing, though, is like StubHub, Poshmark, eBay, Etsy, that's all going to be taxed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's all, that, easily over 600 bucks. Imagine if you had... Two Taylor Swift tickets right now, and you <laughs> yeah. throw them on StubHub. Oh, you're getting a 1099. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because not right now, it would be over twenty thousand. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, it would. Yeah, man, that's good. That's that was a whole situation in and of itself, isn't it? Yep. Uh, we learned some things about Ticketmaster. I'll tell you that. Pearl Jam tried to warn us back in the nineties. <laughs> they really they did. did. Yep. They really did. All right, so very soon, basically, the IRS will know the identities of all Americans who receive at least $600 in a calendar year for goods and services through payment networks. And this is going to make it uh, harder to avoid paying income taxes mm -hmm. on all of those transactions. So uh, now I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm just basically telling you what the IRS is doing. Uh, to the best of my ability and knowledge, which is, it's a shallow pool, folks. <laughs> uh, but basically, they said, you know, a lot of people are doing these transactions. I wonder how much money is actually going over that. If I was an agent sitting in my desk and seeing all of this happen, I would wonder 
Is this going anywhere? Is this suddenly just going to stop? No. This is only going to grow as a way to perform commerce. So I need to figure out a way to get this taxed. Where they came up with the 600 number, mm-hmm. the, that amount yeah. is what I want to know. Because I really do think there are more transactions done at 600 and maybe just a little bit over than there are large transactions done. So I'm going to make more income tax off of those small transactions than I am on the big ones. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly, yeah. I saw that uh, the projected uh, tax revenue for that $600 rule is, over the next 10 years, $8.4 billion. That's what they're estimating it'll, it'll generate. And that's an, uh, an amazing way to pay for the American rescue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's dole out all this free cash yep. that, that isn't free. Nothing's, <laughs> Nothing's ever free. free. No. But that's the funny thing, though, because they go, well, how much more transactions are there, right? Tons. IRS has not even handled 4.2 million tax returns from last year. Yeah. And then people are like, well, we need 80,000 or 87,000 more agents. Well, yeah, because (laughs) there's going to be so many transactions at $600 or more. Who's going to handle that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. But again, great way to grow government too. Mm -hmm. So... My thing, uh, you know, rounding it out, my biggest thing is, look, if you're trying to catch a, a tax cheat, I'm all for it. I'm Wesley you. Snipes. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry, but yeah, he cheated on his taxes, man. And like I said, we've all decided to play along. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm willing to pay my fair share, whatever that might be, you know, and, and I don't like it when people take advantage of a system. Like I interviewed a couple of the agents uh, that cover our area. And it was their job to figure out, have these business owners filed for funds to help them through COVID only to go out and buy motocross bikes mm, and, right. you know, it, to just blow this money in a way that is unethical. I'm all for that. Sure. I'm on their side. Let's let's go get these guys. They're using emergency funds for unethical means. That's theft. And that's theft out of your pocket and my pocket. Mm -hmm. And anybody making over $600. (laughs) Yeah. I'm all for it. But $600 seems like a ridiculous... My daughter could probably make $600 selling her clothes off of, uh, (laughs) you know, eBay or whatever. Babysitters. I I can't tell you how many teenage, like young tweeny types use Venmo to get paid for babysitting. Sure. Yeah. You're going to send a 12-year-old a 1099 <laughs> form and for the, you know, 8 point some billion dollars that this is going to generate, how much more are these 87,000 agents going to co- I mean, at <laughs> yeah. what point is it a wash? Where does it balance and out? And you just yeah. go, "Why? Mm-hmm. Why?" Yeah. And it just it's I don't know. It seems odd. In addition to that, there are some uh, uh, increases in taxes on corporations and wealthy individuals which they say will collectively raise $60 billion in revenue. Uh, a lot of that is just uh, changing deductions and things like that. You right. know, that's something that always frustrated me. If if I was uber rich, okay, and, and I, you and I were talking about this this morning, Steve. I don't think people really grasp the amount of money that's being 
traded in certain hands nowadays. <laughs> you know, right. when, when we talk about, oh, this person's the richest person in the world or whatever, when we go into the trillions of dollars, yeah. this, this, is, this is money my children's 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 you know, children are not <laughs> going to be able to spend. This is an insane, it's just, it's, it's madness to me that somebody would want and need that much. Now, if it's assets, all right, mm-hmm. you're like, well, actually, I only have about $1.2 billion in the bank. The right. rest of it's all tied up in stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what kind of stuff? Is that stuff benefiting, you know, everyone or just putting more on top of that $1.2 billion you got in the bank? Corporations used to be much more publicly minded. You know, GE used to put up public service announcements. Mm-hmm. They used to be much more focused on the community that supported them. And I would like to see that change back. Instead, I really feel that a lot of these corporations now are doing nothing more than getting blood from the turnip. They're no different than the IRS. Just profiteering. But it's easy to attack the IRS because the IRS is over my shoulder as much as it is yours. Mm -hmm. You know, if I don't want to use a corporation, I won't. It's not that case with the IRS. (laughs) Right. Right. You don't have a (laughs) choice there. We're all using the IRS. Do you think Elon Musk, like, Venmoed for Twitter? (laughs) (laughs) Tap to pay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. But it'd be funny if he did. (laughs) All right. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Welcome the new year in with a bang with fireworks from Whizbang Fireworks. Whizbang is a great selection of fireworks in all varieties. Start the new year off with a fireworks celebration. Whizbang Fireworks. Open now through Saturday, December 31st from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Fireworks can be shot December 31st and January 1st only. Use caution and follow the rules. Celebrate 2023 with fireworks from Whizbang Fireworks on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Open 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Dolly Bellis with Buffalo Realty has just the property you've been looking for. Let's talk about 23 Black Mountain Drive in Dayton. This is a very spacious five-bedroom, three-bathroom home with an office-slash-bonus room featuring a new stove, dishwasher, and microwave. Not only that, but we're talking new landscaping and fencing as well. Throw in an attached two-car garage and mountain views that'll steal this deal for you. Call Buffalo Realty and ask for Dolly Bellis about 23 Black Mountain Drive in Dayton. Once again, the Y.O. Theater brings Western movies back to the big screen. On January 8th, we have Buck Brenneman introducing one of the greatest of all Western movies, Red River. John Wayne, Montgomery Cliff, star in a true-to-life film, Red River, that, in my opinion, is John Wayne's greatest performance. 
On January 22nd, our own Craig Johnson will host One-Eyed Jack, starring and directing by Marlon Brando. The only film that Brando ever directed, it's Ride to Vengeance. Believe me, just the Brando dialogue alone makes this a Western to remember. On January 29th, it's Ride the High Country, hosted by John Tucker, starring Randolph Scott in an amazing reversal of his stock hero roles. Scott plays the perfect good guy gone bad in this epic Western. Finally, February 5th, it's Sheridan's own Aaron Linden hosts the iconic Western Dodge City, starring Errol Flynn as the cowboy becomes the sheriff. In the Y.O. Theaters, finally, classic Western film for 2023. Desperado Dave here with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports and First Northern Bank Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened this week on KROE. The overall leader on SheridanMedia.com is Speed It. Speed It is first place in the nation. Whoa. Oh, oh cool. Very nice. He has an opportunity to win the national grand prize on Pro Football Pick'em. That's awesome. Which I believe is a trip to Hawaii. Dave Cox, that's how you have to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not last in the nation. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Okay. You went on a trip to Williston, North Dakota <laughs> in about two weeks when it's 70 below. <laughs> Uh, staying at the lamplighter lounge. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> hey, been there. It's not a bad place. <laughs> right. We're live every Wednesday at 7.40 a.m. on KROE 103.9. Play along with us for a chance to win a prize valued at $100 every week. Make your picks at Pro Football Pick'em on the contest page on sharedmedia.com. Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting here with my friend Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson, and Aaron Linden. Give us a ring, 674-4443 or 672-5763. Our poll question this week was asking if you supported the IRS and their big new movement. Now, uh, (laughs) it's a movement. It's a movement. Yeah, yeah, it certainly is. Uh, Steve, just read it aloud for us, if you would, please. The question? Yeah. Oh, hang on. My computer's going slow. Do you support the new IRS requirement for individuals to report income via third-party apps of $600 or more? 79% no. 16% yes. 5% undecided. I'd like to hear from the 16%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody that's like, yeah, I'm in favor of this. Okay, why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'd well, love to I'd love to hear that side of the story. And at the same time, I really do think that if, you know, we've got a caller, we're going to go to him in just a moment, but I think if you're going to defend the IRS in this movement, it is exactly what I said before where there's a lot of income going through these third-party payment systems. Right. It might not even be the individual that the IRS is after. They're looking at these third-party paying systems and they're like, "You guys have found a loophole." And we got to close it. Now that loophole I mean, for years, uh, you know, prior to 2022, if you received a payment through the third-party processor over $20,000 and there were more than 200 individual actions, Mm -hmm. then you actually had to make a movement. But I think somebody in there did the math. Imagine that. Uh, IRS knows their math. (laughs) And they were like, there is a lot of money that we could be taxing here that we are not doing. Yeah, I think they're looking at it like this is income that would be reported Anyway, if you and I were to go to a store yeah. and buy something for $400, I'm paying quite a bit of taxes mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. If I were to buy it online, well, depends on how you do right. it. Right. Depends on how you do it. All right, we got a caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Uh, same to you, sir. Okay. 
I want to break away from your topic for uh, anybody know what the speed limit is on Sheridan Avenue? Sheridan Avenue is 30. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking 30 miles and, an hour. Unless yeah. you're in the school zone or I don't know if that zone that used to be by Renew is still 20 or not, but yeah. it's 30. Tell that to 90% of the vehicles going by at my place. They're going at least 40 or maybe 45. Ooh. Because they really go flying past my place. Well, they just got off the Coffeen International Speedway, so they're used to... <laughs> right, 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 right. It don't matter, northbound or southbound is all the same thing. At least 40, 45 mile an hour. Mm. Uh, have you notified the SPD and asked them to put a, a an officer out there? That happens maybe once a month or so. As long as that vehicle is parked there, the traffic is normal. Yeah. That vehicle car moves, that continues on 40, 50. Uh, you're cutting in and out on us, sir. Uh, well, I would I would suggest just notifying the police department and letting them know that you're you're witnessing this happen. Uh, they generally are pretty responsive about that, getting some folks out there, maybe putting a patrol car out there, so either slowing people down just by being present or they issue a couple tickets and change some minds. No, that, that doesn't help. It's just... No, I think, I think we've pretty much lost him. Cell phones. Mm. Uh, yeah, frustrating. Just wait till 5G happens. Yeah. That'll really. all be great. I'll tell you what. It I've gives been me <laughs> COVID. <laughs> I've been in places with 5G, and it's either incredibly fast or there's no difference. I've noticed the same thing. Yeah. 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 It comes up 5G, and you're like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you do something in, like, Louisville. It's, it's lightning speed. Yeah. And then, like, Dallas. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, and Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't matter what the system is. It depends on how many people are on it. Correct? That's a big part. Yeah. I mean, 5G has higher bandwidth, but that doesn't mean you're going to get it. Right. Right. It just depends on how this, how busy the network is. And... You could stick me next to a 5G tower by myself and I'm going to cruise <laughs> yeah. right along, right? Yeah. Stick me next to a 5G tower with 40 million other people mm-hmm. and we're going to have a bit of a delay. Yeah, and then right. it all rides on the same backbone, so it depends on how busy that is and all the stuff down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 5G, I don't know. A lot of people don't like that idea. Uh, I had an interview with a, a journalist who actually broke the story that many people believed that 5G was causing COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which... That's not true. No, of course it's not true. <laughs> no, but, but it will activate the RMNA in your system. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and interfere with aircraft and... All kinds of other things. That's the one that that gets me is, does it really interfere with aircraft? Because I will tell you, I was on a plane one time coming back from I don't know where, and this guy sits next to me, and he's clearly a pilot, like, or he's got a killer Halloween costume. (laughs) (laughs) He was a pilot for Southwest. I know that's a taboo word to say right now, but so he's sitting there, and we're take off, and we're in the air, and he's, you know, clicking along, and, and I'm like... And it shows, you know, like Wi-Fi or cell service. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> He's like, ah, it's BS. <laughs> so I've tried it before, but the problem is if if you're 30,000 feet in the air, you don't get cell no. service. No. I mean, it's just pinging yeah, all yeah, over yeah, the place, yeah. and you're too high. You're outside of it. You're in an aluminum can, and you're transferring between towers faster yeah, than it's, the thing can. It's a flying yeah. Faraday cage, essentially. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but he was like, no, there's nothing to that. And 
somebody else that I talked to said, oh, absolutely, it erodes the wiring or the insulation around the wire. I don't know. It's uh, it's just an interference thing, and I don't think there's any real, like, I don't think there's ever been an instance where an airplane has crashed because somebody had their phone on. Right. But uh, I just think it's one of those things just you, just to be safe. Yeah. Everybody shut it off. Make sure there's no interference as we take off and land, which is the most you know critical parts of the flight. I think it's more like we don't want people having random, horrible, screaming conversations with their <laughs> significant other on the plane as we go down. I'm sure yeah. that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that I never understood. But, uh, you know, I've got this horrible habit of if if this is your industry and you tell me that that's going to affect something, I'll believe you. Well, especially when right. there's lives on the line, like on airplanes, yeah. you know, I, I I don't mind shutting my phone off for that. No, no and it's kind of nice to go dark for a while. <laughs> yeah. right. And just like you said, it doesn't matter if you keep it on anyway. You're not going to. Yeah, get you're not getting service. anything. Yeah. So, well, I don't know about anybody out there, but I don't do third-party transactions uh i my income on a third-party transaction moneymaker is zero (laughs) right because i don't trust them Mm. too many times i have watched uh either my wife or uh people in the past use one of these things and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden the phone calls start Mm. the robot calls start right and then all of a sudden oh your bank's contacting you because somebody has stolen $4,000 out of your savings. Right. And you're like, how did that happen? And we trace it all back. And sure enough, every single time, it is one of these companies. Right. Their security <laughs> yeah. is, is lacking. Well, and the other side of it is, so you've got a good or a service I want, right? So Floyd's got, uh, I don't know, a is- puppy. And he's like, I need a $1,000 deposit on it. I Venmo you. I willfully gave you $1,000 as yeah. a down payment. You don't have a puppy. You have no intention of ever sending me a puppy or having me come get it, whatever. It's almost impossible for me to get my $1,000 mm, back because yeah. I willfully parted with it. So yeah. I think these things, they have a place. I think people can use them, but... I think it's a way to get scammed pretty easily. And so I don't do I. mean to sound like I'm 105 and I don't <laughs> believe in technology. That's not it. It's just it's there's true. other ways to do it. Yeah, and it's true. And you know what that puppy thing that you were talking about? The, an instance hap- just like that happened to a friend of mine. Same thing. I've seen it. Right. Where they're like, oh, well, you know, if you want to reserve one of our pups on this great, you know, uh, breed of dog that mm. is super expensive we're going to need x amount of money clear across the country and if you're trying to get a very specific breed of dog i get that they gave it the money poof gone disappeared right and and i was speaking with uh sergeant devero johnson and uh investigator boot hill from mm-hmm. the sheridan county sheriff's office the fundamental difference between a scam and fraud is what willful participation mm-hmm. absolutely when you say all right i'll go down i'll buy these gift cards and i'll get you that money you are now an active participant right in them getting a hold of your your funds that's when it stops being fraud now it's a scam right and and for anybody who's who who has or whose loved ones have fallen victim to these things i am not going to stand in judgment of you because these people have called me with information 
where I'm like, they gotta be legit. They know. Right. Everything. Mm-hmm. Like, they know where I've lived for the past decade. Yeah. Those things get more sophisticated all the time. All I mean, the time. The ones that worked in the 90s aren't going to work now. Exactly. But, yeah, they keep upping their game. And 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 they've got these ways around it where where they confuse people, they scare people, they put them in a situation. Yeah, they give you that that sense of urgency, like, I've got to act right now, and don't think too much about it, just get it done. Or the law is coming to the house, mm-hmm. and right. boy, you're in trouble. And and nobody wants to be in trouble with the law, so mm-hmm. people take action. Hey, I can get this bill paid. Everyone calm down. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was there. We've right. all had that, too, where a bill shows up, and you're like, I had no idea. <laughs> right. Right. And, but you pay it, right? Mm-hmm. And and back in the day, it used to be snail mail, and, and that took a lot more effort than just, <laughs> right. you know, right. sitting down and, and having a phone conversation. So we're coming up on tax time, folks, and you really got to think about this. These scammers are going to be doing the same thing. They're going to be calling you saying that they're IRS agents and that they're at the door. They're going to kick it down and seize everything that you own if you don't go down and get a gift card (laughs) (laughs) and send it to them. Now, we all laugh, but the fact of the matter is people get scammed like this every single day. The amount in this country is going well into the billions. Right. Uh, We're getting double digits here. So as you... Prepare your taxes and get ready to go into this season. Understand, they've got your number. Let's stop pretending like they might or might not get a hold of it. They've got it. They're going to call. They're going to try and intimidate you. They're going to try and make you go down and give them money. IRS doesn't deal in gift cards. No law enforcement office deals in gift cards. No law enforcement office is going to call you and tell you, if you don't pay me, Right now, over the phone, I'm going to put you in jail. I'm like, come get me. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) One of the newer variations on that I've seen is they will um, make it seem like there was an accidental over-refund. Like, the the email will come in, oh, you've got this charge of 200 bucks. You call them, oh, yeah, that was just a mistake. We'll refund it. Don't worry about it. Then they bring it up on the screen, and they accidentally, oh, no, it was. I accidentally put $20,000 back into your account instead of $200. Oh, it's my Uh. personal mistake. Just, just the, uh, the the guy that's helping you out, and you got to help him out because now he made this mistake, and the only way to do that is to give him some gift cards and make it make it right. <laughs> they play off the kindness of others. Mm-hmm. They play off the fact that you are a law abiding, good citizen, and they know you're going to do that. And a lot of these scammers are overseas. Mm-hmm. The United States government has actually started taking action by basically going to the governments of these foreign countries and saying, you know what. If it doesn't stop, if you don't start taking action, trade's done. Mm. Or right. or we're not going to help you out with this, that, or the other. And that's what we need to do. We need to put more pressure on countries like that uh, up at the diplomatic table, where we just basically say, we're going to sanction you. That's it. Bottom line, I'm going to sanction you mm-hmm. if you don't start taking action. But see, the hard part is, a lot of these foreign countries... Well, they're making as much yeah, of this exactly. stuff as anybody else, man. Right. Except, Sanctions don't matter at that point. I know they're making they, way more money. Yes. <laughs> I know where these information farms are. I could kick that door in tomorrow, but I'm not going to do it because that guy lines my pockets. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's big business. The one thing about this country, there is corruption. Whether we like it or not, it's there. But it's not as rampant as you think it is. I'm going to tell you that. There's not oversight. Like other countries. In other countries... It's a nightmare, okay? And and I'm not saying America's perfect. Like I said, we do have corruption. We do have thieves. We've got individuals lining the pockets during elections. We've seen a few of them come forward lately with a lot of lies. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, 
we at least have oversight. We're at least trying over here. Right. To do our best. Uh, foreign countries? Nah. <laughs> no, they're participating. Nah, try, try and take a road trip through Mexico Ouch. if you want to yeah. see corruption. You, you, mm. I, I was straight told by somebody who, who goes to Mexico quite frequently, you head down there, you put uh, a load of money mm-hmm. in your pocket to just pay the federales as you go. Yes. Because they know there's an American who's got some money. Let's stop them. And for 100 pesos or whatever the... Whatever the amount is, yeah, you can pay and get your way out of that. <laughs> That's horrible. That's yeah. corruption. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So we're about all wrapped up. Uh, you know, tax laws, they're rough. Uh, we, we all have to participate, even if we don't agree with them. And at some point, is it ever going to start getting more simple? It just gets more and more it's complex. Every year. Yeah, I would, I would love a reformation of mm. the entire thing. Mm-hmm. But... That would cost a lot of money. <laughs> a man can dream. <laughs> All right. You've been listening to the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Plug into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation, wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric, and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Champion. Funeral Home is dedicated to providing compassionate and personalized service to your families. They provide support, personable care, and affordable prices to Sheridan and Johnson County and surrounding areas. Champion Funeral Home has been family-owned and operated since 1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6369. Are you retiring, leaving your job, or considering a career change? 